Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, but you know me as Bible Study Girl. And with that nice falsetto greeting, um, it's none other than Bible Study Brother, the executive producer of this podcast. Hello, it is I, Icarus, uh, it is I, Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. You know, I want to start off today by thanking you guys for being such faithful listeners, um, for being so engaged, and for caring so much about what's happening in our lives and what we're doing. I, I'm i not going to lie to you. I started to leave y'all hanging today. <laughs> it has been a very, very busy season in my life. Um and I have lots of responsibilities, but when I was going through to look to see which blog was next up on the block to discuss, do you know what popped up? Good steward. Um, so if you're following along, we're doing a blog recap where we're going back in time to the very origins of the BibleStudyGirl.com website. And we're discussing the different blogs that I wrote then. Um, we're going through um, a transgression, not a transgression, Lord, a progression we're trying to see how things have changed if things are better if things are worse and really just discuss the blogs in more detail so like i said the blog we're discussing today is good steward um just ari was kind enough to update the website so now you can just click on the magnifying glass in the upper right hand corner and type in good steward and that blog will pop up for you to read for you to get a little bit more insight and information and really i think it's a great read uh, it actually motivated me today to continue podcasting and do what i have been called to do so what is the good steward blog all about where well, i'm gonna tell you give you a brief synopsis it literally is what the title says being a good steward of all that god has provided you I start off the blog letting you know that my bank account was in the negative. Wah, wah. And I also let you know it's not because I don't have a good paying job. It really is because of poor management, which really made me think about the ways that I don't necessarily manage everything that the Lord has provided for me in an appropriate manner. Um, not just my finances, my time, my resources, my talents, all those things belong to God. And it's my responsibility to be a good steward of those. Yeah. Oh, a very time. <laughs> See, the sound is delayed because Bible study brother and I are on Zoom. So I pick up on the audio cues a little late, but that was a very good one. Very good, good choice, my friend. Um, so, Bible study brother, we talk about stewardship. Uh, would you say that you are a good steward of your finances, of your time, of your talents, all those things, of your gifts? Uh, I think I'm becoming better now. Um, but prior to, I put all of my um faith so to speak in the job I was at um it wasn't because of and we we talked about this like in the past couple of so because of how we were we were raised I think very literally <laughs> so the thought process and behind working at a job um was that that's where my faith was like God can't do nothing if I ain't out here working like, I can't do nothing if I'm not clocking in these 40 hours, working overtime or doing all this other stuff. Like, God not going to give me, not going to work with my talents off nothing. I got to make sure I got this in the bank, that over here. Um, you know, we talked about this with, with our hypothetical that time. The reason I was, it's like, because it's a literal thing of, well, I would want to see this before I plant a seed in this. And so my actions or, or act in terms of stewards or being a good steward um, and 
believing in the things that he's given me and then also understanding that it's all his was not something that you know I'm, I, I was not I was not that um I I know that a lot of last year and this year has been to mold me more into that um in understanding those things and I don't know your, your the the blog reading it um, and I know I read that one. I know I've at least read that one before. Um, long, obviously, long time ago at this point, but yeah, um, almost three years ago. Yeah, but I remember that time. You know, because that was like we was having a lot of conversations during you know during that time, um, and I don't know, man. It's just one of those. It's just like charging my spirit, especially given where I'm at now with trying to like build a YouTube channel, trying to get an album ready, um, trying to fully use all of my gifts, trying to be better with, with our podcast, you know, in, um, production and and trying to work things out and and trying to get things together. Um, trying to actually use the gifts. And, And even when I was talking to you the other day about us trying to find a church up here and being like, I'm not stepping back to, like if there's, I don't care if you if you just let me preach once a year. I'm not stepping back into a church house and, and being told I can't preach. Right, I think it's so important. Um, it's easy to lose sight of. It's easy to get caught in our day to day responsibilities, the things that we have to do for survival. Um, that we lose sight really and and lose focus that we need to be good stewards of our time, that we need to be good stewards of our talent, that we need to be good stewards of our finances. I know, um, I will say that really all of those things are things that I struggle with. Mama would say I'm spoiled I would say I'm well taken care of and <laughs> I would say <laughs> you get the folks to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the Lord has richly provided. And I think because oftentimes, man, I just, I like financially, once I reached a certain point, Okay, let me let me go all the way back. When I graduated from graduate school, I had no money. And my thought process was, okay, now I'm finally going to be really working. I'll be working in my profession. So my plan was to live like I lived when I was in graduate school. I mean, when I was in graduate school, I was on food stamps. Uh, Of course, once I got a job in my career field, they would not allow me to have food stamps. But I was like, "Okay, girl, you know how you you were very careful with your money because you didn't have much of it. You know, you stay on that same track, save up some money. You can go ahead and pay off these student loans. You know, if you continue to live like you lived in grad school for maybe five or six years, then, you know, your student loans will be paid off and then you can ball out. Well, we know that ain't what happened. I had spent several years robbing Peter to pay Paul, (laughs) working hard. And I felt like I needed to treat myself. And here it is. How long I've been out of school? Graduated in 2007. Here it is 15 years later. And I still feel the need to treat myself. And honestly, not just myself. Like anytime anybody has had a need, I'm like, well, I have money. So let me meet that need. You know, like, I feel like that's what the Lord put me here for. You know, you need this. I could cover this. I got that. Don't worry about it. You know, I got you and me and everybody else. But that doesn't necessarily mean I was a good steward of that money. Was the Lord telling me to do that or was I just trying to be everybody's Jesus? That's not my role. It took forever for me to even believe this from you. Because, and I know you always say I look at you differently, but I just know how much you think stuff and think things through. 
So it wasn't until um, because I was like always incredibly scared to get uh, credit cards and stuff. I just didn't want to do it because the way mom would talk about it to me was, you know, it, it, it was way more daunting in terms of building credit. Like she just her perception of me was I just was going to mess everything up is how some of that stuff came off. Because mm-hmm. it was overprotective and trying to give me information, but at the same time, made me more fearful than actually understanding. No, you just have to be conscious. So right. I'm like, I just knew because of the things you did that you had stuff managed. And it wasn't until I think we had the first conversation about like, you was like, no. I was hungry one day and I wanted to get a sandwich. Well, I was in college. I was hungry. I did not have money. And so I was with my bestie and my other good friend. We were in Subway. And of course, college campuses are notorious for credit card companies being there. Anyway, you could get credit card companies. They were giving out free sandwiches if you apply for a credit card. You did not have to be approved. Just apply for this credit card and you can get a free sandwich. So I got a free sandwich and two credit cards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I used those credit cards to live. I needed the money. In grad school, the second year, we were working in our profession, but we weren't getting paid for it. So we had to work a 40-hour week that we weren't getting paid for because we were getting experience well, experience wasn't paying my bills. And so I had a job that I would work on the weekends. I would work a 16-hour shift. I still had rent to pay. I had a car note to pay. I needed to eat. You know, I was not making that much money to cover all those things, which is why I took out over what I needed to be able to attend graduate school to help me live but I still it still wasn't enough I didn't have enough money I just didn't it wasn't a matter of you know oh you have an abundance you know and uh, no it was like is you gonna eat today you know you're gonna put gas in this car to drive to these jobs that you're not getting paid for like so it was that now when I got out of college I was able to pay those two credit cards off But because I knew that money was always available to me, I wasn't as careful with my actual cash flow as I should have been. Um, And it is a trend that has followed me for 15 years. And so I really, I want to be intentional about my finances. I also want to be intentional about my time. Mm -hmm. I tend to waste a lot of time. I live alone. So I really don't have somebody that I'm accountable to. You you have a a very um, capable roommate. Oh, sorry. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, I do have a little roommate and he feels he thinks this is his house. Well, it is his house because he lives here, but like he feels like I am solely his and I am here to do his bidding. As most um, do. Um, so like I said, I really I don't have anybody to be accountable to 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 do certain things. You know, when you live with somebody, a human, they know your activities. They can kind of say, you know, you've been lazy here lately or whatever, you know. Um and I don't have that accountability. I don't have that accountability. Yeah. You know, like I mean, listen, here's the thing. But here's the thing too, you do you live you can't just let the dishes sit in the sink for a week without somebody saying something. Do you know what I'm saying? I am here, so I'm accountable. I have to be accountable to myself for the condition of my home and for what I do with my downtime. Um, And I'm not always productive. Not saying that I, I don't feel like I should have to operate from a spirit of just busy, 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 but 
the time I spend watching reality TV, I really could like study the Bible. I really could pray. And I'm not saying doing it all the time, but uh, I go. Speaking of as mm-hmm. just the smallest tangential aside. So tell me, I know you've seen your probably new favorite TV show uh, with how they did the, the bad girls club and now they doing a, a bad boys club. No, I haven't seen oh, it because watch the trailer after when we get off of this. Well, thing, I've I've heard lots about it, but it's on Zeus, and I don't have Zeus. Oh, it's oh. the 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 where the money reside guys on there. Kirk Franklin's son. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's listen. I anyway. I don't. I, I wonder sometimes if the people who think of these shows are being good stewards of their talents. Because, they are because like, they know how to draw they know how to draw viewers in and how to make money because I'm not gonna lie I want to see it I just don't want to have to pay for a subscription <laughs> man it's 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 crazy but I I don't know you know, you know I'm big on reality TV no like, I know and that's why I when I saw have... the trailer for this I went Yep, Not I even see. just reality TV though, like scripted TV. Like I have certain people it's that all I talk scripted. about. It's all scripted. Let's just it is, but you know what I mean. Like I mean, like real actors, not yeah. just regular dudes off the street. Yeah. Um, but I have regular shows that I talk about with people. Like once mm-hmm. it come out, like did you watch so and so last night? Like yeah. I also talked to your wife about our show that we watch. She's so far behind. I yeah, need her to come she, on and she, get. But she, anyway, she's working ahead. on that. <laughs> um, but like, I this blog post just hit me in so many different ways. Like I said, in terms of thinking about, especially you, like how many years you would not invest in a talent because. You either would downplay your capability in it in a certain way, or it's just like, oh, that's just a hobby, or you know, or something like that. So I was like, oh, I almost did it again. I got to remember we're on the live. Um, <laughs> people <laughs> would kill for the level of uh, professionalism you take to certain talents and crafts and things that you have and, and talents and stuff. Um, your acting capability is bar none just exceptional because it's not with everything that I've seen you in in terms of like I mean if you've done a range of uh, plays and stuff and majority of the time I'm literally always speaking about um, the, the rainbow color girls I can't think of color girls thank you mm-hmm. um, but like the emotional capacity that you have to do serious acting is something that a lot of people don't have. You see it on TV. You've watched enough TV, enough Lifetime and Hallmark TV to know people who couldn't play an emotional cue to save their life, let alone an emotional cue that's needed in uh, for color girls. On top of everything else that you've done, whether it's planning an event, and that's why it was so hard for me to ever think that you would not be a good steward of like finances and stuff. Um, because the talent you possessed in all of your different gifts is something that I'm like, I don't understand why she just wouldn't do this. I don't understand why she just wouldn't do this. I don't like. You know, and I know sometimes I would often, oh, except for the one time where I was like, look, ma'am, I know you or I, I you're joking about not wanting to go to college or whatever, but I swear to no, God. I was no, I so know you're serious. serious. I'm talking about where I was at the time <laughs> with looking at you like, listen, fam, if you get a record deal or something like that before I get one, we going to have a serious <laughs> problem because you well, walking on. Be <laughs> well, let's be clear, because. A lot of listeners may not have listened and they don't know what you're referencing. Okay. Um, I have, I, we talked about it, I think, in my 
when I talked about my faith journey and my faith walk, mm. that I did not want to go to college when it was time to go to college. I was sincerely hoping the summer before college that I was just going to miraculously get a rap deal with my home girl. Now, rapping is not my strong point at all, but I was like, hey, stranger things have happened. Like, and and I, was I didn't want to go to college because I was very afraid. I was going to be a little fish in a big pond. It's one thing to do well in high school when, I don't know, my graduating class might've been 200 people. I'm not sure. I don't even think it was that many people. So my school wasn't just exceptionally large. What, what you number know. are you? What, what number? Where, where, where were you? Where? I was like number five. I wasn't number oh. one. Bruh. See this, that, that right there. I was like number five. Let's say I was number five through seven. I don't remember, but, but I know that I was right number there. One. It doesn't. But I'm like a but top ten, bro. Like in but it in two hundred people. It's top ten, fam. It doesn't matter. You were even matter. able to pull somebody else up. It like fam. What are it you doing? Can you listen to? Okay, me? go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead, yo. Did it matter to me? Because college is a whole entirely different level. And the laziness that I had in high school and the just getting it done that I had in high school was not going to cut it in college. I was terrified. I was terrified that I was not going to be able to graduate. It just seemed like an impossible dream to me. And I know that seems weird to you, but it's I'm being so serious. I'm being no, so No, I honest. know you are. And that's the part <laughs> that like always confuses me about you. It's like you and I've said this about you and Kanae, which is like y'all are the most structured people in regards to a study habit. So if you feel like you're doing terrible in a class or whatever, y'all have this zone in thing where y'all have like processes that y'all will go through, which is like you personally might be struggling with something. You go and talk to the teachers because that's the thing that we've been taught to do. You had your friend group of study partners. You had flashcards because I remember doing the flashcards with you guys one time. Like, yeah. You had so many things because I was terrified of failure. But my again, guy. but what I'm saying <laughs> is like per, proper preparation and that whole thing is what you always had. So even in your fear, you were still more prepared than somebody that would let that fear that would run away from the fear. I wanted to, but my mama wouldn't let me. She told me I had to go to college. I couldn't stay at her house. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> You still did it, is what I'm saying. Like she still yeah, and I pushed you on off the other thing. side. I thank God on the other side that I finished it because I know I think it was like my sophomore year of college. I had a heart to heart talk with her. I was like, for real, sis, like it's time for me to come up out of here. Like <laughs> I can't do this no more. She was like, you just wait till after Christmas break. You know, you're just tired. And we'll discuss it again before you go. Never discuss nothing. That's the that's the Beverly Jean. Man, listen. The only person she means that with is me, because she know. And and the the talk is, you got until Christmas break to get your stuff together, or you coming home. Um. So yeah. Nah. Um. I have instances. You may not. I know you don't see this about me, but I can be a procrastinator. Like, well, I have been in the past. Like, the older I've gotten, I have not mm. been able to procrastinate as much because things are so much bigger. And, like, if I procrastinate, I won't ever be able to finish. Go this ahead. is still showing your talent. Because, again, even if you do procrastinate, and, and females, and this is something I will say to all the young men out there. A woman procrastinating in college is always going to be different from your procrastination. Your procrastination will result in a failure to complete an assignment. Her procrastination might be coming to spend time with you. Y'all are there until like way late. She either finished half of the homework, a quarter of the homework, went back, then did the homework, whether she's getting a C uh, barely passing whatever it is there's a different there are levels to this and there you are, are one of those people but like 
let me make this point, and this is really true. Just imagine, like you think I'm so awesome, you think I do so well. Just imagine how God could use me if I use my time effectively. That's the thing, but that's but that's the other part. Amen. So that's more (laughs) that's more to you to understand how he kept like you were giving your as you said, the reason you were kept is because in all things you were still giving your tithe. You were giving a 10% aspect of yourself and your 10% is still top 10 in high school um you graduated with honors of some kind in high school in college yes no not in college I just graduated college I didn't graduate with honors I graduated in grad school did you not no, I didn't graduate with honors. Let me tell you, an A in grad school was like a 92 or 93. A B stopped at like a, it was ridiculous. A B stopped at like a 85. Anything under 85 was a C. Like, so I graduated with honors because I graduated my dude. Like, but <laughs> it was ridiculous. But either way. Point still stands. I, I don't care how you qualify it or try and factually like no fam like the things that you did the impact that you had on top of that so i am amazed by that i'm also like amazed more by god and the fact that it's like man to think that if this was your minimal effort if your maximum effort what would that would have what would that have looked like and i'm not even talking about the past i'm talking about right now I if know. i give if I give him all of me, if I if I truly just let go and follow him and listen to his voice and stop being afraid and just do what he told me without reservation, if I honestly let go, what could he do with my life? What could he do with your life? What could he do with the listeners' lives? And that is a constant struggle I have. Um, I have not yet arrived. And reading the blog reminded me, girl, you you got some stuff you need to get get under control. I mean, I'm still I, I still battle with <laughs> the methods that I had to go through to trust myself. Um, well, not the methods that I had to go through, but the methods that God took me through in these past two years. Um, because I know that if things are different if every one of our family members are still here while i was um thinking about moving i would have been more complacent and comfortable because the plan that we had you know for getting up here was way different obviously especially before everything accelerated and we just had to get up here um or doors opened i should say i want to give proper credit um to god for that and it's still scary it's haunting sometimes to try and think about being in a completely different state um enemy tried to get me the other day where it's like i'm driving down these roads and i like for like five seconds I had this feeling like this don't feel like home. And I'm like, bruh, you know what God told you about this place. You know the blessings and and things that are that are gonna happen. And fam, like the roads ain't would make you feel home. Like there are certain things about it. Like it's the other parts of we'll drive somewhere now and I like immediately know where I'm at, how to get back home, and everything else. And and it you know, continues to grow in terms of how far out that I've driven and and, and things of that nature. But it's like God is opening doors, is is shifting things, is is moving things, is growing me in in so many different ways for just trying to pour into my gifts. Do does the financial compensation come in what I think is the quickest way? No. But 
the earnesty of like when we record a podcast or I finish a video and I post it and sometimes I can be I, I'm trying to stop being overly critical of every video I put up. Um, you know, or I finished a song or or whatever it is. The general joy of being able to do those things and trying to get back into that creative space where I'm actually just happy to be working with God in the things that he's given me um, has been rewarding. You know, the the more we do this, the, the better we get, the better we um, the more guests we get on, the more people that want to talk, how the conversations go, our conversations on and off air, especially now that we're you know, not literally right down the road from one another. Um, I don't know. It's been a good steward in that, in that realm to my soul. Cause when we talk, I feel, um, I, I, I feel the pouring more, like we are pouring more into each other and trying to say, Hey, we have to use our gifts. Um, a shout out to scratch crafts. You know, like we have to use our gifts. There's no other option. Like what legacy are we saying if we take all of the things that God placed in us and if if we don't use them? Right. It's definitely a responsibility. And I think the more time that I am consistent with podcasting it just highlights the fact that I really do need to go back to blogging every day I need to use my gifts this reading good steward is another reminder girl you may not feel like it but this is a gift that the Lord has given you and you need to use it and so you know I feel the pull to write more and more I feel the pull and then I resist it. Of course, God is way stronger than me. So he could just yank me and be like, sit down and write. (laughs) But he doesn't do that. And I'm thankful that God is patient with me Mm -hmm. and that he is merciful. But I don't want to take that for granted. So it's up to me to be a good steward. It's up to me to take all that God has given me and remember that it's his and offer it back up to him. And that's my responsibility. So that's all I have to say about good stewardship. It's not always an easy thing to do for me. Some people may find it, um, you know, you may be stronger in some areas than others. Um, But my hope and my prayer um, is that this is an encouragement for people to use your gifts, your times, your talent, your 10th, and give it all to God. Give him what he deserves because he's definitely worthy of it. And I will say this is also a reminder of um, how the blog started. Like, I remember right. how many nights you would be like, between this time and this time, I have to write. I didn't want to do it, but I went ahead and I did it. I mean, you know, that was a, a continual plight of the blog. And I'd always be like, yeah, it's something that, you know, inspired me. Um, because we started our podcast, I mean, not that I didn't already have another podcast, but we started our podcast basically at the same time or we were going to, but I I had that one day at work, uh, where I was like, I'm starting today. Uh, (laughs) Um, cause they got me all the way messed up, but I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the fact that you don't give up. I mean, I think a lot of times the best quality. You, you don't think I give up? The best quality of yours is <laughs> you might put something on the shelf, but you don't throw it away. Okay, like, okay. Because all the time you, you'll you be like, man, somebody asked me about, like, even when we're, man, somebody asked me about the podcast, the um, fits and working with God and kept bringing you that pen. Yes, um, I haven't. I haven't. I told that story. I think in a blog. I haven't told it on the podcast. So I'll share that mm-hmm. quickly because a lot of times we drop stuff that we talk about in conversation. So I don't want people to feel lost. <laughs> um, but I did write about it in a blog. After everybody died, I stopped writing because I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the wherewithal. I didn't have the words. The words I had were all sad, gloom, and doom. 
I am so sad. And how many times does somebody want to read that or hear about it? And also I was trying to process my loss, my losses, um, and just grieving. And so I was not writing. Well, y'all, I woke up one morning and literally every pen in my house that my cat could get his hands on, I was surrounded by pens in my bed and it was freaky. I'm like, why are you doing this? Does that like, Lord, you trying to tell me I need to write? But I was in such a sunken place that I couldn't even, I couldn't pick up a pen. I just didn't have it in me now there were that it didn't just happen one time and it's not something that would happen every night it would just happen randomly where I would wake up and literally every pen in the house he would have brought and covered me in them while I slept during the night um and so on some of those occasions I would I would get up and write a blog and he would leave me alone for a while um and so yeah that's the pen story mm-hmm. so you know I think that I'm grateful to God for the things that he is bringing us through. Um, I feel like every time you and I have sat down and said, hey, this is what we're going to do, you know, in, in accepting the call and working with God. Because the point of all of this in being a good steward is that you are choosing to allow God to guide your life. And Correct. You have um, to make that conscious decision. And you have to make that choice every day. Every day, um, we got every day. Um, so many blessings through starting this podcast. You know, like I think our grief goes way differently without it. Um, I think so too. I think you know maybe we harbor more regrets or harbor regrets or harbor all kinds of different feelings. Whereas there were so many prophetic, or there are so many prophetic messages throughout the podcast, throughout the blogs. Um, that, you know, you can tell that this is blessed by the Lord. And I'm glad that we are continuing uh, once more to be good stewards over this podcast and just talk about faith walks. And sometimes I know it sounds like general conversation, um, but I always want to be clear that when we're talking about these things, it's just us dealing and being honest about the fact that we're dealing. I saw some... Uh, <laughs> Like I I I've seen Michael Todd. I've 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 heard of him. I've probably seen uh, a couple things from him here and there. But he was having this conversation with this NBA player or something like that. I don't know what whose podcast it was or whatever. But I had garnered this more respect for him, and, it, and it's it's a funny thing to gain respect for somebody for this. But he was just talking to a dude and he was cussing, and I was like. All right. <laughs> I, I see you, bro. Not like, and not in a way of like, I need you to cuss to feel like you authentic, but in a way of, oh, you cuss sometimes and you don't act like you don't. You know that right. this is going out into the webs and it may be something, you know, you're working through or working to, to not do as much or whatever. Or it might just be something you do and you just, you know, don't do it in the pulpit when you are pro- professing things because you don't need that to illustrate a point or, or whatever. But um, yeah, I I just I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity you've blessed me with by actually deciding to do this in the first place on both ends. Um, because your writing is something that I think is um. Is immaculate. I really enjoy it. I've, I've always enjoyed your writing. Um, Why, thank you. So. You see how I'm just yeah. taking compliments? I mean, yeah, but that's it's normal. Gross. It's, it's, no, it's normal. No. And also, let me tell you, when I was talking to Kanae last night, my sister, <laughs> she gave me the biggest compliment, which I will tell you off air. And I was like, you know what? I have told this story to your husband, to this person, to that person. And never once did they highlight my growth. I couldn't even see the growth in the story. She was like, you know what? This highlights how much you have grown. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I was in the room at that point. 
Uh, I was in the room. Yeah. So, but yes, no, true. It does. Trill spill. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) But I mean, you've been growing for the, you've been exponentially growing over the past five years, period. The past five years of us being married and and before we getting, before we got married, um, the way you grew in understanding our relationship, the way you grew through therapy, the way we grew through um, growing the business like events that you've done, um, the way we grew through grief, um, the way you grew through even now, uh, job changes, um, being able to scared to change a job. I tell you that. Um, <laughs> no, but still the, the, um, being where you are now is, is still something that I think is great. And the actual, even the growth in, in having fits is growth. Like yeah, because I'm not really a cat person. I love my cat, but no, but that no. was a you know an an opening of your heart in terms of that growth, um, the growth in how you handle relationships with difficult and trying people. Yeah, uh, the growth in your year of craziness. <laughs> that which year? <laughs> The year, a lot of those. well, the year with, about relationship wise, the year with he who shall not be named. No, I okay, but you know you've what? regressed, it, it, but it's all right. Um, I did not regress, whatever. baby. I am back. Grief had me down. Uh, <laughs> grief had me not in my right mind. I'm back, baby. It took me a year, <laughs> but, but you know, uh, you, you, um, you're being a good like, I think if you look at each year of your growth there at some point it was you pouring into a gift can i say something now like we touched on this a little bit and then i'm done with it but i do i have high expectations for myself Mm -hmm. and i also have high expectations for other people so you may look at me and be like oh she's really grown but you know i know me on the inside of me (laughs) and i know i could do more i could be more i could be better and so that is why I'm saying, like, I need to be a better steward of what's inside of me. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm just, I'm also giving you an appreciation but thank, of the Yeah, steps but that thank you, you for taken. helping me or trying to help me appreciate where I am now. Right. You know, and not being so hard on me. Um, no. Because I was talking to my bestie the other day and we were having this hypothetical discussion and she was like, you wouldn't do that? I was like, no, I would tell them they need to go find somebody else because I'm not good enough for the job or whatever. And she was like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> I be feeling like you just want to fight, bro. Like, I don't want to fight, but I was like. Why do you? I, okay, let's, 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 unpack, yes, let's, let's, let's unpack let's, this let's, right now. Okay. We're going to unpack this. We're going to pray over it at the end of this. Why do you downgrade yourself in capability of a task that everybody else? Well, no, this task that I was discussing with my bestie is not a task that everybody else could do. I felt like in this hypothetical situation, Uh you need to go to the best and that ain't me. Like, you're not going to be pressuring me. I don't know, fam. He's like, this is a great opportunity. She was like, you would really say no, girl? Yes. I probably would say H now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, I mean, you do, you've done that less, but you do tend to think in this. Okay, here, here here's the message as, as, as given to me by God. God is never asking for you to compare yourself to anybody else in whatever field that is being required of you. What he is telling you on the front end is that you are the person that is qualified for this job. You're going to do it. And when you do it, it is going to be in excellence and in the glory and in blessing. Because again, there could have been someone else like, that wasn't Noah. There could have been someone else that wasn't Moses, Ruth, Deborah, uh, you know, so many different people that could have like if when you look at and read through those here's, scriptures, 
I get I it, Joe. What I'm saying to you is right. if it's God calling me, I'll do it and I'll do it scared. Okay. Like starting this blog, I did it and I did it scared. Okay. I did it, did not want to have to share my life with people, did not want to put my writing out because it's not ever going to be perfect. And I'm saying that I'm not, I, I know I'm not perfect. And that's the problem. I don't want people to be able to pick holes in me because I pick enough holes in myself. Mm-hmm. And so I did the blog and I did it scared. I'm doing the podcast and I'm doing it scared. Like this is still something I battle with. I'm not like, let me get on the mic. <laughs> Except for when I be like, nah. <laughs> when you don't want me on the mic, of course. Then of course. I want to be on the mic. That's mm-hmm. one of the perks of being a big sister and messing Somebody, with your little. We brother. were watching our old uh, music video the other day, and and uh, your sister in love was like, "There she go, there she go." I said, "Get out of here, stop!" <laughs> I'm like, let's let's not. <laughs> <laughs> you better hype me up. <laughs> uh, no, it's the one place where I will always because you just uh, no, no. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. All I do know is that I do need to be a better steward of my time, my talents, my tenth, and then everything over the tenth that I feel like is quote unquote mine is still his. And I need to be more mindful of the way and I spend my money and my time, child, and my talents. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of them. And I'm I'm thankful to the fact that you're stepping out because your talents bless people in ways that th- there's a comforting if, if somebody asks you to do something. Because not only do they know that it's going to be done, they know that it's going to be done in excellence and it's going to be done in ways that they did not picture uh whether it was the things you did for my wedding the things you did for Devin and Ari's wedding like the literal words that people say to you which shows how God inspired I was gonna say what did I do for your wedding but I remember yeah I was gonna say the literal like the literal God inspired things that you do um people always say man I didn't know what was in my head but this is it you know, that's something that I know you've continuously heard, no matter what it is. And you're like, oh, my God, like this is far and beyond, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know. if you are missing an affirmer in your life, someone God, to tell you you are awesome, you can pay me some money and I will have Bible study brother hype you up. I appreciate you, bro. I want you to know that. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you guys. Okay, okay, okay. It's too much. Um, but I mean, I say it in truth. I've been trying to make sure, like, I, initially, like when you Brother, say, it, "I have my roses." Thank you. You no, trying no, no. to give me my flowers? No, 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 no. I was, I was. Okay. What I'm saying is clarifying the 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 thing that you just said, which is I always end up taking it a certain way, which is I I've been focusing more on the fact that. I'm not saying it to be saying it because I don't got to like, and I don't, and I do not like, you know, if I do not like somebody, I, it don't matter what they do. Can I tell you something? I just was talking to this last <laughs> night. When people ask me a question, uh-huh. I'm not going to lie to you, but I did lie. I told her, I was like, did this person made me lie to you? <laughs> I didn't want to hurt that <laughs> But they knew is the thing. Uh, and that's what I told her. I was like, I know they can tell I was lying because I was so caught on guard. <laughs> uh, uh, and it made me feel bad, but like, don't ask me. Just don't ask but, Yeah, like we ain't got to do all that, but just I, I, uh, my prayer for each and every person that's listening is you understand kind of what it means in terms of ties that ties is not just um a monetary thing ties is you continuously have to wake up every day and give yourself over to what god has for your life how he's going to lead you how he wants you to walk um i pray you read the blog because like i said these things are um intensifying in a way that i was not expecting for them to 
Um, like, you know, we read them every day and thinking like, oh, that's kind of quick. The the excellence of um, your testimonies and your writing is that, bro, it can be two paragraphs, two paragraphs, but there's not a word that's wasted. You um, completely allow the spirit to use you in honesty and in truth. And this is something that in this in these last couple of years, so many people have been um, conflicted with feeling like you were not being a good steward of your time because you had so much more of it. So many people were faced with feeling like by all of these, quote unquote, so-called motivators. And, and so if you didn't come out of the COVID era with a full uh, business proposal, you did it wrong and all of these different things. And it's like that's not to me building into somebody or planting the seeds for them to do whatever their purpose is. I feel like this blog especially is something that you should read because it's something that will um, steer you towards living a purpose-filled life. Um, And being a good steward, not just of your times, but of your time, of your mind, of your talents, um, because you could tithe the rest of your life and it doesn't mean that you didn't bury your talents in the sand and didn't multiply nothing. Like, you know, so just be aware, um, and read the blogs, read along with us. I think it's something that will bless your soul because if you're looking for blog posts, they are going to pop up every day over at the Bible study Go and check that site out. If you want to hit us on the socials to give us a testimony, uh, if you want to uh, ask us for prayer requests or anything, we don't have any yet. So um, when we do, we will start um, praying for you guys. Um, but to and we do- won't. It won't be on the air. I won't be like, and I'm oh, praying no, no, for no. Sister Sheila because her toe hurt. It won't be that. No, but no, no. I have made it. When we talk about being good stewards of our time, and then I'm gonna let you finish your wrap up. Um, but when we talk about being good stewards of our time, I have been more intentional about about blah, 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 about my prayer life, and so listen. If you need somebody to pray for you, I'm your girl. It's one of my new things. But like I said, sending any of those things in. Uh, now, I can't t- guarantee the Lord going to answer because I'm going to say this. Let me tell you something. Uh, Tamika was the prayer warrior in my life. And so I'm really, I feel that void. I miss that void. I feel like the Lord really heard her voice. Not that he doesn't hear my voice, but I feel like he responded to her. Like she had, a, I feel like prayer was her special was one of her special gifts and was like one of her special anointings. And so there's definitely been a drop decrease and decline over here and i need to be more connected to god and the only way for that to happen is if i have more communication with him so that is why um the prayer lines have been open um and even if i don't pray for myself i know that i will pray for other people so there you go okay uh on twitter you can hit us up at bible city girl the number two on instagram or facebook uh, it's Bible Study Girl, so just look us up. Instagram is underscore Bible Study Girl. Ah, and I do that every week recently. Uh, underscore Bible Study Girl, excuse me. Um, but it's uh, Facebook is Bible Study Girl, and then where you'll send your prayer requests and things of that nature is to Bible Study Girl twenty nineteen at gmail dot com. As always, people, it's not the up, the down the west side or the east side preach but we preach and until we meet again guys keep preaching